Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologisms, episode 20, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered nefarious, imbibe, tutelage, and xenophobia. And in this episode, we're covering chicanery, maverick, empirical, and obdurate. Ooh, ooh, listen to those words, you guys. Chicanery, maverick, empirical, and obdurate. Oh, don't they just sound nice? By the way, this is episode 20, you guys. We made it to episode 20. Only took us, you know, three and a half years-ish. I think that's pretty good for someone who's extraordinarily lazy like myself. 20 episodes, not too shabby, you guys. Not too shabby at all. All right, let's get on with our first word. Our first word is chicanery, also pronounced chicanery. And it means trickery or deception by quibbling or sophistry, chicanery. It's spelled C-H-I-C-A-N-E-R-Y, chicanery, C-H-I-C-A-N-E-R-Y. It's a noun, chicanery, and it means trickery or deception by quibbling or sophistry. Ooh, I like that, chicanery, ha, 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 chicanery, yes. This word comes from France, chicanery, huh, where many of us are... Uh, Engaging in trickery and deception, huh? Yes, chicanery. Sorry, if, uh, if I have any French, French listeners out there, I apologize for my crappy French accent. I would actually like to hear a France, a, a France, a France person do. I'd actually like to hear a French person do an American accent. I've heard people do American accents before, and they usually go for that Southern accent. You know, the guy that sounds like Dr. Phil. That's the accent you'll kind of hear, this kind of accent. I'd like to hear just kind of a West Coast accent done by a French person. Yes. Chicanery, trickery or deception by quibbling or sophistry. Ooh, I like that. Let's go ahead and define a hard word with two other hard words, you guys. What is this? But if you guys have been listening to my other episodes, I'm pretty sure we covered quibbling in there. You guys remember what quibbling means? It's to find fault unnecessarily about something, unnecessarily so about something, to cavil. If you're quibbling about something, you're finding fault unnecessarily. But I think for chicanery, if we just remember trickery or deception or something along those lines, we'll remember its definition. That's all you need to know. Trickery or deception, chicanery. You know, It's not trickery or deception by quibbling. It's just trickery or deception, all right? Just think of chicanery as trickery or deception. He resorted to the worst flattery and chicanery to win the job. Chicanery. A quibble or, or subterfuge used to trick, deceive, or evade. So if you're using chicanery, you're just doing things underhandedly, right? You're just tricking people. Chicanery. That's what you're doing. Fraud, deception, evasion. Those are all synonyms of chicanery. So here's the way we can remember chicanery. This is uh, from someone on mnemonicdictionary.com, a user on there. They said, we need to trick the chickens to get them into the canning factory. We need to trick the chickens to get them into the canning factory. So something about chicanery reminded this, users of, this user of a chicken. And I have to say, when I think of chicanery, I think of a chicken too. I don't think chickens are very cunning creatures, in fact, chickens are really freaking dumb. If you guys have ever spent some time around some chickens, they are like the dumbest animals, I swear. They will like eat anything you put in front of them. They eat it. They, I mean, seriously, you put something in front of them, they just go to eat it. Chickens are just very dumb animals. 
So I don't think of chickens as using chicanery whatsoever. But if you need to trick the chickens to get them into the canning factory, maybe that'll help you remember the definition of chicanery. Oh, chicanery, yes, chicanery. Yes, I can't remember if I told you guys my um, my French story. I think I did in a previous episode. I'm trying to decide if I should tell it again. I don't know if I told it or not. That's a funny story. Oh, I'm pretty sure I did. So we'll skip the... Uh, I don't know if I did or not. Whatever. Let's go on. So let's go on to some examples of chicanery being used in a sentence. You can smell the chicanery from a dishonest politician. Yes, you can smell their chicanery from a dishonest politician. That Republican is up to his old chicanery, blaming all Democrats for the recession. Our city council is full of chicanery, telling citizens a tax increase is now necessary, though this wasn't the case two weeks ago. Instead of being truthful on his campaign for sheriff, he resorted to chicanery. Yes, chicanery. What a weird word. If you haven't said it, say it, and you'll just you can you can sense its weirdness when you say it. Chicanery. Oh, chicanery. Yes, chicanery. Fraud, deception, evasion, trickery, or deception. Those are all synonyms of chicanery. All right. Let's move on to our next word, which is maverick. Oh, I love this word, maverick. All right. So when I looked this word up, there was four definitions on dictionary.com. I think we'll go through all of them because I think they all kind of relate to one another. And the very first definition sort of leads its way into a nice story into the other definitions, right? So the first definition of maverick is this. Well, first, let me give you the way it's spelled. It's a maverick is a noun. It's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K. Very phonetic, right? Maverick. M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K. Maverick or maverick. First definition is used in the Southwest in the United States, and it's used for an unbranded calf, cow, or steer, especially one that has separated from its mother. An unbranded calf, cow, or steer, especially one that's separated from its mother. So it's poor little lonely calf that's gone on its own. It's the maverick. So the maverick is the is the freaking cow they can't find. Where have you gone, maverick? Where are you? All right. Then for these other definitions, which is the way in which you and I would ever use this word, is a lone dissenter as an intellectual, an artist, or a politician who takes an independent stand apart from his or her associates. So it's a dissenter who takes an independent stand away from his or her associates, regardless of what they're thinking. He takes, he or she takes her own stance away from her associates. A third definition is an unorthodox, unconventional, or someone who is nonconformist. Unorthodox, unconventional, or nonconformist. So you can see that, right? I mean, we can see how all these words stem from maybe the original definition of maverick, which was that unbranded calf or cow. That cow was like, you know what? I'm not going to be fed to the slaughterhouse today. I'm going to run away from the cowboy. I'm not going to be branded. I'm going to be my own cow out here and graze on my own grass. That's the maverick cow. You can see this like cow standing up with this big chest. His name is Maverick. Standing alone from the herd, he thinks for himself and the rest of them are just going, but Maverick, he stands apart from them. Guys, we need to stand up. Don't be branded. If you're branded, you will die. That's the Maverick. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I did look this word up. I was kind of curious. Maybe there's a story behind it. All right. This is according to wordcentral.com. 
No references were here whatsoever. So we don't know if it's true or not, but I, I like it. It's a good story, nevertheless. All right, so a lawyer named Samuel A. Maverick lived in Southern Texas in the middle of the 19th century. In 1847, he acquired a farm with about 450 cattle that were left in charge of a single slave with no experience as a cowboy. So the slave had no experience. He's just left with all these cattle. The cattle were never branded and were left to roam free. Eventually, the term maverick came to be used to name any unbranded cattle. So all these cows are out there and they're just calling maverick, all right? Hey, it's one of maverick's cows. Well, does it have a brand on it? No, then it's a maverick cow. It's one of his cows. He just left them to the slave. The slave doesn't know what he's doing. No one knows what they're doing. There's just all these free range cows out here. None of them are branded. We don't know if they're, we don't know whose cows they are. These are maps. So they must be maverick's cows. And so now we just use the word maverick. I mean, as someone who's unbranded, if you don't have a brand to you, you're kind of individual, right? You're not part of anything. You're out there alone. You're not conforming. You think for yourself. Maverick. I think that's a good word, man. It's a maverick. Yes, maverick. Dallas Mavericks. Isn't that like a baseball or basketball team or something like that? Dallas Mavericks. Mm, these people just stand apart. They think for themselves. Are you guys Mavericks? You guys are a bunch of sheep, huh? What are we, Mavericks or sheeps today, you guys? What do we want to be? When the Maverick actor tried to rewrite the script, he was removed from the project and replaced by a less difficult thespian. Ooh, that's what you get for trying to rewrite the script, you stupid Maverick. <sighs> God, follow the herd, man. Follow the herd. Get yourself branded. My Maverick boss has made his fortune by using a selling strategy different from that of his competitors. Think for yourself, young maverick, and do not be swayed by the masses. John left the church despite his parents' disapproval to pursue his own maverick ideas. Maverick. Ooh, that's a good word. I think that, that's definitely a word you should incorporate into your vocabulary, right? I mean, some of these words like chicanery, eh, you know, I challenge you guys, use the word chicanery sometime this week. Just throw it in in one of your sentences and just keep a straight face and just see what people's reactions are. I mean, chicanery is a weird word, right? But maverick, that's a word we could use. It's an everyday word we could use. I think that one is a, is a good word for our vocabulary right there. Not just for the GRE, but just for our own use. All right, maverick. Let's move on to our next word, which is empirical. It is spelled E-M-P-I-R-I-C-A-L. It's an adjective, empirical. E-M-P-I-R-I-C-A-L. Empirical. If you want the noun, the noun is just empiricism. Empiricism, empirical. It's a good word. Actually, okay, not going to lie. You know, I say this all the time, right? Words are like pretty much every word that I cover on here is I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of. I wouldn't put it on my podcast if I didn't like it. Unless maybe I thought it was definitely going to be on the GRE or something like that. I think I've done a few words that I haven't really liked, but for the most part, <clears throat> this is a good word. Empiricism. I'm a big fan of empiricism, of empirical. It's the adjective that means derived from or guided by experience or experiment. Derived from or guided by experience or experiment. Empirical. A second definition is depending upon experience or observation alone without using scientific method or theory, especially as in medicine. Empirical. All right, let's read that again. Depending on experience or observation alone without using scientific method or theory, especially as in medicine, right? So sometimes you talk to like a doctor, a specialist or something, and you ask them, well, what do the studies show? Blah, da, 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 da. Well, they'll say this and this and that. But in my own experience, 
and they could say something like, but in my own empirical experience, this is what I've noticed, right? So maybe there's not, there's not any sort of proof or science out there to substantiate what I'm saying, but empirically, what I've seen in my own practice is X, Y, and Z. Empiricism, empirical can also mean provable or verifiable by experience or experiment. It's all about science. It's all about experience. It's all about experimentation, right? It's about testing things. That's what empiricism, empirical means. And the way that we remember this is to maintain an empire requires a lot of experience. And if we look at the word empiricism, it almost sounds like empire, empiricism, empiricism. So they said to maintain an empire requires a lot of experience. So hopefully, if you see the word empiricism, you'll think empire, experience, and boom, you'll remember that experience is connected with empire. Hopefully that makes sense. All right, let's move on to empiricism being used in a sentence. Our data is based on empirical evidence collected in numerous studies. The judge asked the members of the jury to only pay attention to the empirical evidence. Oh, I like that. The judge asked the members of the jury to only pay attention to the empirical evidence. So if they weren't paying attention to empirical evidence, what might they be paying attention to? Well, maybe something like hearsay, right? Maybe, maybe they're paying attention to the conviction of the testimony being, being given rather than the actual hard concrete evidence that they have in front of them. And so maybe that's why the judge is urging the jury to only pay attention to the empirical evidence because that truly is what is important and that's what we know. Until you get empirical proof, my husband is not telling the truth. I am not interested in hearing your opinion about him. Scientific laws are only confirmed after empirical proof has been gathered. Empiricism. So I think all of us are, all of us to some degree or another, are a fan of empiricism. We want proof. We want to know how we know, or how does someone know this, or where's the evidence? I think all of us want that, right? So I think all of us to some degree, maybe we, we might not be philosophically empirical, but we are fans, laymen's of empiricism to some degree. It's a good word. That's why I like empirical. It's a great word. I love empiricism. It's such a good word. All right, that's empirical. Let's move on to our final word which is obdurate. It's an adjective, obdurate. It's spelled O-B-D-U-R-A-T-E. It's phonetic obdurate, O-B-D-U-R-A-T-E, obdurate. It means unmoved by persuasion, pity, or tender feelings, stubborn, unyielding. So if you're obdurate, you're unmoved by persuasion, you're unmoved by someone's pity, their little sob story isn't going to convince you. It's not going to suede your feelings. It's not going to suede your opinion. Or no matter what sort of tender feelings someone else might have or even tender feelings you might have. I like that, by the way, tender feelings. Such a funny phrase, tender feelings. You're unmoved by those things. You're stubborn. You're unyielding. My mom used to call me very hard-headed. So when I think of the word obdurate, I think of hard-headedness. You just, you don't really change your opinion. You're stubborn, right? And to some degree, maybe that maverick cow out alone by himself is a little bit obdurate. He's not moved by the persuasion of the other cows to come graze in the same grass that they're grazing. If you're stubbornly resistant to moral influence, right? If you're persistently impenitent, you're obdurate. 
You're resistant to moral influence. You don't really have feelings of sorrow for anything. You're just obdurate about it. No, I don't, I don't have any regrets about that. I'm stubbornly resistant, resistant to moral influence. I'm obdurate. You're not moved by anything. You're obdurate. You're hard-headed. You're stubborn. So the way we can remember obdurate, this is a good way that someone came up with on mnemonicdictionary.com. This user said, it's OB plus dura, right? It's kind of got that dura word root in it. Dura, like durability. If something's durable, right? It's resistant to change. It's stubborn, obdurate. Relate the word to durability. So anything that has durability, it's able to resist power. It's able to resist persuasion. It's able to resist anything that might move it. It's obdurate. It's obdurate. It's durable. I like that. I like that way of, it kind of helps me remember it, obdurate. With his obdurate personality and intense dislike for people, Jonathan had all the markings of a professional killer. Ooh, sometimes you are too obdurate for your own good. Despite the defendant's apology, the judge was obdurate and gave him a 30-year sentence. Wise beyond his seven years, Henry knew his mother was too obdurate to be affected by his tears. Obdurate and quick to judge, the detective believed every suspect was guilty. So it's interesting, you know, as we go through these examples of obdurate being used in a sentence, sometimes obdurate is a good thing, right? Sometimes you want that obdurate judge. You don't want that judge to be swayed by someone who is nefarious in nature, but who's trying to sway the judge with tears and false appeals to sadness and sorrow. You want that judge to be obdurate, but then there's other times when maybe to be obdurate isn't a good thing. Maybe it's not a bad idea to, to be persuaded if the persuasion is good by something, or maybe you want to hear the opinion of someone, or you want to make sure you've taken into account the full story and all the facts and details before you make a decision. So you don't want to be too obdurate such that you're not willing to listen to that. You want to be a little bit open. So I think there's some goodness maybe and some badness to the word obdurate. It's an interesting word. It's kind of a funny word to say too. Obdurate, chicanery. Those two are just very weird, have weird pronunciations, don't they? All right, so that wraps it up, you guys, for episode 20. Let's go through our four words, see if we can remember their definitions. All right, let's start with the first word, which was chicanery. What does chicanery mean? There was just one word we can associate chicanery with. Chicanery, you had to trick the chickens to get them into the canning factory. Chicanery, good. It means trickery or deception, chicanery. He resorted to the worst flattery and chicanery to win the job. Our next word was maverick. I know you guys know this because you're seeing that cow who's just standing up. He's unbranded and apart from the herd. He's the maverick. What does maverick mean? Good. It's that intellectual person who stands apart from others, that lone dissenter, the maverick, the nonconformist. All right. Then we moved on to the word empirical. What does empirical or empiricism mean? Or just what are some words you can associate? That's usually, you know, when, I, when I'm thinking of a word, because I don't always remember the exact definition, but I have what I call kind of loose associations with pretty much every word that I've done in this podcast, enough to where I can get, I can, I can understand what the word means if someone uses it or if it's used in a sentence. So that's what I want you guys to have is a nice loose association. What are some loose associations for empirical or empiricism? 
good like senses experiments science um, uh, proof validity those will all be kind of loose associations for empiricism or empirical right derived from or guided by experience or experiment empirical and our last word obdurate what does obdurate mean what are some loose associations we can make with obdurate awesome stubborn unyielding not movable hard-headed unmoved by persuasion pity or tender feelings stubbornly resistant to moral influence obdurate good so that wraps it up for nick snack for neologisms episode 20 i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast if you haven't left me a review which i know there's a lot of people who haven't left me a review you know how i know you guys because on my podcast hosting service it you know it shows me how many people are downloading and unless you guys are just sitting there downloading you know unless there's like 20 of you just repeatedly downloading the same episode over and over and over which would be absolutely crazy it means there's like a lot of you who haven't left me a review so i'd love to hear your opinions and thoughts of the podcast please let me know you can go to itunes leave me a review there and if you feel like donating you can visit neologisms.com. you can click that little donate button and yeah i think that wraps it up for episode 20 i will see you guys on episode 21